All right, everyone. Welcome to Genesis Story Podcast. We're so glad to have you here for episode three. And to kick off episode three, there are three of us. So how about that? Um, we're so glad to all... <laughs> thank you so much. Powerful. I always really wanted to put that one line in there. Um, uh, thank you so much for, again, joining us, Pastor Ray, as always. And our very first guest ever, Sister Molly. Cummings, yeah, that's, that's right. my last name. Yeah. Sorry, I just knew you would appreciate me introducing you as Sister Molly. I, absolutely, yeah. Sister, that is me. So right. um, we wanted to take some time to recap a little bit of oh, where we're at, uh, where we've been talking about with uh, our new series, Hidden Things. Um, there's been a lot of people that's been out with you know sickness. They've been out, so we kind of this is a good time to kind of recap what we've been talking about, and so you can catch up whether you're on your way to work, whether you're on your way from work, if you're at the grocery store. I feel like. I'm always listening to some kind of something on YouTube, so this is a great outlet to kind of rehash some things out. So, um, Pastor Rory, last week you talked about uh, hidden wisdom. That was a section of hidden things, and I think we should touch back up on that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I really enjoyed the series, uh, Hidden hidden Things. Is that what I call it? Hidden Things? Yeah, Hidden Things. And so, um, so when it comes to hidden wisdom... um, you know, if you study the scripture out, there's so many passages of scripture that talks about seeking out or searching out wisdom, and um, it, there's a, a type of wisdom that is not evident to the world. So, you know, Paul in different parts of scripture is very clear about there's the wisdom of God versus the wisdom of the world. There's um, James says there's a wisdom from above and a wisdom from beneath, mm-hmm. and so as Christians, we kind of live in this tension of um, what kind of wisdom am I going to use because there. There is the everyday cultural wisdom, you know, if you want to get a promotion, promote yourself, right? Whereas the kingdom wisdom or the higher wisdom is that um, God exalts uh, those who humble themselves, but those who are proud, God resists, right? Yeah. So there, we live in the tension of these two wisdoms. And I, I find that I think a, a lot of Christians struggle to stay in the wisdom of God. And so we talked about, you know, what do you, what do, you do um, when you don't know what to do? You know, how do you find the wise thing? And so there, there are three big things um, that I'll just recap shortly. Just a quick forty-five minutes, and we'll be out. Oh. <laughs> I may not be joking. Um, so the first one is um, is to walk with the wise. So um, I heard someone put it this way, and I loved it: is if if you want to be financially wise, don't go ask people who are broke. You know how to handle finances, or like you know you're you're leveraged to the max in debt. Like, what do you do yeah. to give? No, don't, don't ask that person. Go to someone who you respect, who has shown and displayed wisdom with money and go find that person. Yeah. If you want to be a better husband or a better wife, go find someone whose marriage that you admire and go learn from those people. Right. Um, and, and don't just, don't just go meet with them over coffee and be like, Hey, can I have five quick tips? It's the relationships you build. The Bible says, if you walk with the wise, you will become wise. And so a big part of wisdom comes from curating your inner circle carefully and not not linking up with people who are dragging you down. You know, there are people, a lot of people who are searching for freedom from addiction. Well, the key to that is to find people who have freedom from addiction, who have walked through that to link up with them. It, it just works yeah. and it works on every level. And so that that is the wisdom uh, of Proverbs 13. It says, if if you want to be wise, walk with the wise, um, because a companion of fools suffers harm. So, uh, 
So there's that. And then the next thing is, like, if, when we don't know what to do, where do we look? Do we just look to culture's answers? Um, sometimes I, I think we all find ourselves at a point in life where we're asking God, what do I do next? And this is what James says. He says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God and he will give it to you and he will not rebuke you for asking. And so uh, when we don't know what to do or what direction that we should go in, um, we ask God for wisdom. It's that simple. And um, that's okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, she's beeping. Like that's that, that's the power of the word of God <laughs> setting off alarms in here. <laughs> so, um, so in any case, um, the idea is that if we ask God for wisdom, God will give it. And so it's okay. <laughs> it's just us. Ruining the podcast no, one okay. cell phone at a time. <laughs> it's all good. Um, so um, asking for wisdom. That's the second step. And then um, the final step um, is to make a decision. So sometimes we don't know um, what we're supposed to do. Even, even when we've walked with wise people and we've linked up with the right people, even when we've asked God, God doesn't always answer in the time that we think he should, unfortunately. And so... Um, sometimes we have to use the wisdom that God has given us. Um, and so you may not know everything to do, but you will know something to do, right? Yeah. Um, even if that's just to pray and to trust, you know something to do. And so what we have to learn is that, that God is with us. Even if I don't get the decision perfect, if I don't make the perfect decision or I don't know exactly what to do, what happens is uh, Psalm 32.8 says this. It says, The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life, and I will advise you and watch over you. And so what happens is sometimes we just have to make a choice on our best uh, best wisdom and intuition that we have, and according to our moral compass and in alignment with the Word of God, we just have to make a choice. And it's kind of like a, a parent teaching a kid to ride a bike. Is You're not going to let that kid fall over it. You might let go of them, and let them learn their own balance. But if they start to fall, you're there to catch them, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what God is saying. He's saying, I'm, I'm watching over you um, in your decision process. So it frees you to be able to make a choice, to make a decision, to go a direction. And, um, and so um, when you don't know what to do, what you do is you walk where the fog is clear. You know, I shared a little story about um, a dream that I had, and, and a, it was during the process of deciding to start this church. And um, a pastor, kind of a figure that was always large to me in my life, um, was in the dream. And we walked outside this church. I was trying to explain to him the situation I was in. And we walked outside of the church. And when we stepped out, there was fog everywhere. And so um, it, it was like an old, old school, like church fellowship hall. We stepped outside. And so there was a, you know, the, a wall to our left that went down to where the end of the church was. And so I was like, where do we go? And he turned and he, he waved his hand. He said, follow me. He said, um, when it's too foggy to see where you're going, you have to just walk where it's clear. And so along the side of the building, there was just a clear path where you could see the ground in front of you. And he said, sometimes you just have to walk where it's clear. And so I think that that's the wisdom of God is he tells Abraham, I want you to leave. I'm not going to tell you where to go, but just walk. Well, yeah. All you can do is take the next right step and then trust God with the outcome. And so that's where wisdom is hidden at. It's in taking the next right step and trusting God that he's not going to let your life fall apart. Yeah. And, that, and that's such a, a what, what a difficult thing to do just to know like, you know, God's 
got you in his hand yeah. and just to take that initial step forward. But I think, I think, uh, with wisdom and with anything after taking that initial step, it does become easier, um, trusting in God once you've taken that initial step, because right. that fear of the first step is yeah. not there anymore. Like you've, you're actually right. moving forward. Um, yeah. what, how, however, you know, slow or fast it may be, you know, sure. taking that initial step is always difficult. And it's such a good, I think, topic to talk about too, because wisdom is not something I feel like you hear a lot about. Like you don't ever really hear that discussed as much, but yeah, it it, it is, I guess as simple as just asking for it and just being surrounded by wisdom, you know? Absolutely. Um, quick question. And this was just something I was thinking of when you were talking. So like, what would you, what would you recommend, uh, to someone that maybe feels like, uh, I don't know, like maybe like a barrier to, like they have wise people, they know wise people, but maybe they feel like, mm, like they're too wise for me, or I don't know. I feel like I'm just not on that same level. They need to surround themselves with people sure. that are wise. But where, where, what about where? Where would you find people like that? At? I think uh, honestly, I think I think it's in observing, and you just have to put yourself out there sometimes. Like if you don't have those those relationships immediate, you know, immediately available in your life, go find them. You yeah. know, um, there's somebody that you know who does better than you at a situation. If you want to get in shape, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think I mentioned this in the sermon. Mm-hmm. Like, and you go to the gym and you see someone who's in incredible shape, mm-hmm. just have like one second of enough spine to walk up and say like, look, I'm struggling to know what to do. Can you yeah. can you tell me some things to do? Mm-hmm. And like those people, especially if they do CrossFit, they're going to tell you everything you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, do you CrossFit, bro? <laughs> and so uh, the idea, I think, is is like in, even in our friendships, is we don't do this in our like we we meet people like we click and it's all about like oh we have fun with that person. But I think like sometimes we need strategic relationships. Like like this is a person who can really. Help me in it. Of course, you don't want to be so one-sided with it that people are commodities. But like, there is there is an art to walking with wise people and choosing who you allow to the inner circles of your life. So Jesus even had, you know, he had the crowd, and then he yeah. had twelve disciples, and then he had three in his inner circle. Mm-hmm. And right, and so I think I think you can love everybody, right. but you don't walk with everybody. Right, and and that's the difference. So it's it's you know, friending up. Yeah, like man, I'm. I just started real estate and I hooked up with a team that they're brilliant at what they do. I'm just a new guy and, but like I'm already reaping the benefits of, yeah. of being around people who know what they're doing. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then also too, I was going to say that it, I guess it's, it's, it's a matter too of just like, you know, also realizing that, you know, while you may be struggling at the given moment, <clears throat> there's going to be something I think in the future where maybe someone else is struggling and they need your your input on something because everyone sure. has yeah. their own, I guess, niche of what they are good at, you know? Sure. So yeah. I think that that's also too. But yeah, no, for sure. I was just wondering because it, it popped in my head, like, you know, maybe if someone was uh, thinking that same question, wanted to ask you that. So, um, sure. man, I have also really appreciated hidden things. I think that is um such a maybe beautiful reflection of god itself you know that absolutely there's a there's a song that i was thinking of also while you were talking about about um i think it's carrie joe it's a it's older 
maybe 2009 song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not oldies. We were talking earlier about what actually is classified as old music. So don't yeah. think 2009. 2009 is not it. Okay, it's y'all. Fresh. Um, but no, it, it, it. I think it's, just, it's like the more I seek you, the more I find sure. you, the more. Yeah, yeah it's such a good song. The more I find you, the more I love you, and I think that uh, reflects a lot in our relationship with God. Like there are a lot of. Uh, ways that God makes himself available to us and that's always there um, but there's so much to God and we'll never even fully know or understand God but there's so sure. much to God that is hidden mm-hmm. that you really have to dive deeper into a relationship with him to really uncover you know the more the more you seek God the more you're going to realize oh my gosh like I understand more about you the more you understand about sure. him the more you love him I mean like that's literally the lyrics of the song and I think yeah. that has reflected so wonderfully in this series, Hidden Things. Yeah. So, um, awesome. Yeah. Now speaking of, uh, current struggles and whatnot, I know that this was something that we had kind of talked about earlier, uh, a few days ago and we, and we figured, Hey, that would be really great. We could mention that in the podcast is just the struggle is real. Since we're talking, mm, mm. yes, that alone, <laughs> mm, that's the sermon right there. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, no, the struggle is real. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, Molly, if you don't mind, you want to just kind of introduce kind of where that's coming from on your heart and we can go from there. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was kind of funny. I, I walked in on a conversation, um, you know, between Rory and, and Carter and they were talking about, you know, what are we going to talk about on our next podcast? And I was like, well, the struggle is real. Um, and, and it just, it, this particular, you know, year in in my life and in my family's life, um, I feel like those words have just really rang true and it it has had me, you know, thinking a lot about struggle and what that is for people. You know, um, if you had asked me 10 years ago, what's your biggest struggle? The answer, you know, then is very, very different from the answer today. And it kind of, you know, goes along really well with what you were just saying is people's struggles and the things that they go through, they contribute to the people that they are and the things that they're good at because you've been through those things. You can then in turn help someone in the future because of what you've been through. And, um, I just think that that struggle is, it's a hard thing. It's a beautiful thing. I think it's, I think it's a walk. I think that, it, it's ongoing, you know, someone who, you know, struggles with addiction, they can, you know, be doing really, really well for, you know, months, weeks, months, days at a time. And then, you know, out of nowhere, something's going to hit you. Um, you know, that, that happened to me earlier this week. Um, not particularly with addiction, yeah, but wow. yes, <laughs> we're getting real, not, not that, not addiction. Um, but you know, um, I have, I've had two miscarriages this year and that has been, it's been really difficult, um, to kind of, to go through that, um, because it's a struggle that, that everyone else doesn't necessarily see. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that you go through. It's something that you have to deal with and there will be, you know, days, weeks, months at a time that you're totally fine. And then one person can mention something and, and, you know, it just like, it'll tear you down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that, you know, sometimes with struggle, people also feel like, you know, God is, is, they're questioning God. They're asking God why, you know, is God really here? All of these kind of doubtful questions come along with struggle. Mm -hmm. But I think that sometimes 
those questions aren't necessarily there for a lot of people. Um, you know, through through all of the struggle that has happened this year, I have I've never questioned where is God sure. or you know why has this happened to me because God has has blessed me and and brought me through so many things in my life. That's never really been an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just been a very worldly struggle, and I think a lot of people deal with that. You know, that's right. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Absolutely. And I, I like to that that brings the perspective of like, you know, the struggle is so real that God is real. You know, that yeah. like he that when you're struggling through something, God just becomes so much more clear, I guess, you know, you know, I guess I don't know, I guess sometimes when you go through things your mind almost kind of and it's different. It can go either way. Either you can get it can get fogged up or it can clear up. And I guess, you know, in your instance it really it was a much clearer perspective of like, God, you've been so good to me, you know. Um, and I, I like that, that spin on it because that's not a really a take that you ever really hear a whole lot is that you, you can be in the midst of a struggle, even if it's not, uh, evident on the outside, you can be in the midst of a struggle and still be, you know, thankful and Mm -hmm. still be, um, you know, praising God and, you know, falling in love with him, you know, even though you're in a struggle and, um, I'm sorry to hear all the difficult uh, trials that have come your way this year, but, um, I, that, that's awesome to hear though that's those, those are the things and thoughts that you've been feeling though about uh, yeah. yeah yeah you know it's it's interesting so I don't think either of you were there last Wednesday but we actually talked about this at our um, midweek meetup yeah. I always forget what we call things um, <laughs> but yeah so it was uh, you know in first Peter 5 you know Peter he's talking to church leaders and he's he's telling what kind of leaders they ought to be Um and all this sort of stuff. And kind of in that, there's hidden this, this theme of suffering, which Peter talks about a lot. You know, beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that is to try you um, as though some strange thing happened to you. He, he goes through and he talks about those things uh, almost constantly. And this just stood out to me. And I wanted to, like, that's why I was digging through my phone sure. while you were talking. Is Peter, First Peter 5, 8, in the New Living Translation, he says, stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. And he says this, and this is what really got me. He says, in his kindness, God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. Mm-hmm. And this is the promise that we have as believers is that, you know, Peter was not, uh, was warning them because of, of what you're talking about. Not everybody who struggles and suffers doubts God. The yeah. enemy will try to prey on those things. Mm-hmm. And so this is what Peter's saying. He's saying, stand firm, be strong in your faith. And like, I feel like that's what, that's what you're striking on, uh, right here is that, that you, you are strong in your faith there are other people who suffer around you as well, but those three or four things just got me when I was reading it. He says, after you've suffered a little while, he'll restore, he'll support, strengthen, and I think another version said establish you or place you on a firm foundation. And that's the promise we have as believers. So Peter never, you know, in, in modern Christianity, we kind of run from suffering. Like, well, if you live for Jesus, you know, your bills will be paid. <laughs> your children will behave. Like we're going to give you three steps 
uh, how to have a better life. You know, mm-hmm. you just put your trust and faith in Jesus and everything will work out. Mm-hmm. And like, that is not the tension or the life that we've been called to yeah. is we're in the world, but we're not of the world. And so we're going to go through things. We're going to have tribulations. We're going to have trials. We're going to have those things. But we have this promise that if we stand firm in our faith and keep trusting God in the darkness, um, crazy, this scripture just came up for me. I think it's Psalm 138 this morning where David is saying, search me and know my heart. Mm-hmm. But he says this in, in this uh, Psalm, he says, the darkness is like light to you. It's darkness to me, but it's light to you. In other words, you can see stuff that I can't see. Yeah, You know how to get where I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going. And so like, it just stuck out to me this morning that, that even my darkest moments are still light to him. It's, it's, yes. he, it's clarity. And that's, I think, the definition of trust. There's faith and then there's trust. And trust is like faith on steroids, right? It's, uh, it's black belt, you know, not white belt. Yeah. And so <laughs> it's, uh, you know... It's, I'm just sorry. I had a mental picture of like a literal faith oh, yeah, and trust yeah. and one's wearing an actual oh, yeah. black belt. Yeah. <laughs> one, one is a stud and the other one's just starting out, right? So faith is like, you know... It's a good thing to have faith in God, obviously, and and we only need a little of it. But trust is, you know, is such a deeper level, and and I think that you can live as a Christian in suffering and still trust God and still believe that everything is going to work out and still have hopeful expectation even while feeling the very real grief and pain right. yeah. that you're yeah. dealing with. Yeah. And, and when you were talking to, I was thinking like you know, which is. Still about it, but um, you know about the like blessings of God. We also like kind of view that um, in that same way where you're saying, I, "I just if I'm a Christian, I expect my life to be as yeah. like you know really easy and win the two billion dollar Powerball right now." Yeah. Mm, okay, I was just speaking faith right <laughs> Send there. Send it, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but no, really, I mean, you know, a lot of people view that. I think too with the with God's blessings, they're like, you know, well. If I'm like if if I'm wealthy and if I have a nice car, well then I'm blessed. Well, you know, no. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I mean you are, but you're not. I mean that's that's not what God's blessings are. God's blessings are in those promises that you just mentioned. They're in the fact that when times are dark, because that's just life, that God sees sees us. That there is light. That yeah. he, there there is there is. Uh, love and there is mercy you know um he does restore to us that those are his blessings those are his promises and i think that we often label blessings incorrectly in my opinion Um, we are blessed in a way you know to have the things that we have but really though the real blessings here are what you're just mentioning and i think we often forget that and need to remember that especially in times of when the struggle is real yeah and you know it's interesting the word blessed in greek um this is about the extent of my Greek knowledge, but it's uh, it's actually makarios, which it doesn't mean uh, a blessing of things. It's a it's an abiding peace and happiness. There you go. And yes. so that's what blessing really is. Is you said makarios? Makarios, yeah. Makarios, man. Yeah, I'm so glad you know word. Greek, man. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful word, but like it, it uh, I've I've read and, and heard people talk about it, but yeah. like it stuck with me because that's what that's what blessing is. Is you yeah. can literally in the middle of probably one of the worst years of your life, say, I am blessed. Yes. And, and that's why we're going to have you lead us in that song right now. No, just, <laughs> oh, I, am blessed. I am blessed. Lord bless you. Yeah. Just go ahead, Molly. We no, know you can well, sing. It's a quiz. How many songs can we think about right now? Have a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, but no, that's good. Um, actually, that, that's I think that's a perfect way to just wrap up that thought. The struggle yeah. is real, and just knowing that yes, the struggle is real, but so are God's blessings. And even when the struggle is real, um, God is still there. You know, um, you don't have to doubt those things, and th- those are promised to us. And that's that's really awesome. Yeah. So absolutely. Um, well, yeah. Well, man, we just really wrapped things up real nice. Nice bow and everything. Yep. Boo. Absolutely. <laughs> Episode three in the books. Mm, yes. <laughs> so if you're still listening with us, I just want to mention with you that um, we are having the serve project, right? Uh, simple happen. project. Simple yeah. project. I always want to call it serve project because we're serving and it's yeah, a simple it's project. Simple. Yeah, it's very simple. Simple project. Ah, uh, <laughs> man, we're closing it out with dad jokes, dad jokes and all. Boom. So the simple project. If you yeah. are, would like to serve with us, we're doing that next Saturday, November 12th. We go out to uh, feed those that are in need. And we also, there's a, we provide clothing to them as well. And also we're uh, in December for the holiday times. We're going to be uh, adopting kids for Christmas, um, blessing families. And that's always um a really good blessing in itself, you know, to bless others. So sure. if you're able to get involved with that, you can find um, the team leader, Sage. Sage will hook you up yeah. or you can visit our social media pages and find out more information or even our website. I think yeah. you can sign up on, it's uh, genesischurch.la slash the hub. There's a place where you can sign up to serve now. Yeah. Um, but I think that was all the announcements. Did I miss Yep, that's it. That's, that's it. it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll hit, hit us up for episode four when it comes out. See you all next time. Thank you.